What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Booth Podcast. My name is Ken, and my co-hosts, Dom and Sarah. And today's a pretty special episode because it kind of relates to where we are. So let's go straight for it. It's our two-year anniversary for the Booth Podcast. We don't have a button, but I'm a. We I'm do, a, we do. It's the red we one. Do. It's red, the red, red, one. red. Wait, wait. Put the volume up a little bit. You gotta put the volume. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. Oh, that's an intro song. Well, I think, sorry, it's, yeah, it's yellow. Um, um, hold, sorry, hold, it's hold, yellow. Hold, hold sorry, 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 it's yellow. We're having some technical difficulties. Woo-hoo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's our two-year anniversary episode. Um, and in addition to that, uh, just get it straightforward. So you see the shirts that you guys are wearing, and in fact, that I am wearing as well. You know, let's get the um, um, hold up. Let me go. Let me turn. Let me, actually, one of you guys turn that to take this off. Right, I got you. So, got so. You. We've anticipated this drop for a minute now. <laughs> so it's the <laughs> a very, very funny placement. So for those of you that are viewing right now, on the back of Dom's t-shirt, it says, love yourself, followed by, you deserve peace, you deserve love, you deserve happiness, you deserve kindness, you deserve respect, and you deserve better. And that's the shirt that we dropped. Dom, you can turn around unless you want to stick there. But that's pretty much fine. <laughs> but yeah, um... We just recently dropped this on Project U. It's one of our projects that we're actually working on, right? For a while. So if you guys want to go cop a shirt, link in the bio. The link in the bio. Um, we we have limited stock, At so moment, make sure yes. you guys go purchase now before it gets sold out. You know. Yes, and also at the end of this podcast, we will be announcing the lucky winner for the shirt. We did do a giveaway, mm-hmm. and again, we're very happy that a lot of you entered. So thank you. Um, but yeah, so this was one of the, the the things that we mentioned earlier. How we have a couple of things planned up. And this is one of them. Just one of them, right? And uh, yeah, so I know you guys are here for the episode, so let's go straight into it. So the topic is called how we deal with change. You guys think change is scary? Like, be honest. Yes. Change is always scary. Why? Why, whether, why whether is change scary? Whether it's good or bad, it's always scary. Some mm. change is unknown. And the mm. unknown is always scary for me. That That's fair. That's fair. I think I remember reading that most human beings are scared of what they don't know. Mm. And so that applies to whatever change in your life because, you know, you don't know what's to come. Mm. Right? Like anything that will unfold is like out of your comfortability. Fair. That's and fair your point. regular day to day. So, mm. yeah. So, yeah, this tech book is about change. I know many of you guys have gone through that in your life, good and or bad. Life, love, relationships, a lot of things change. Now, when you're in the midst of changing, do you think you need to take time to reflect on what you're doing or, like, what's happening with the world? Because change comes pretty quick. So what do you think you should do? Or, you know. What do you think you should do when things are changing? Yeah. Like, one, one thing that I do, I take time to step back and like reflect on like what's happening right now because mm-hmm. it's just so much to intake, right? It can be like a, a drastic or small change. Let's say a change can be like, oh, um, you just broke up with your girlfriend or something like that, right? That's a big change yeah. in life because that came out of nowhere, right? Unless you read the signs and you just you know, <laughs> saw it, but uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> but yeah, um, one thing that I do is actually um, I reflect on what's happening so I understand how I'm going to adapt to the situation, mm-hmm. right? So let's say... I get a new job. Now I got to adapt to that, meaning like, okay, now this is my availability. This is the time. This is what I can do during the day. 
this is what I'm able. To, this is the days I'm able to like chill with my friends, mm-hmm. like do the podcast and anything like that, right? And it's just like reflecting also on, like your own feelings, and I think reflecting is like generally like, really really good because you kind of it creates self awareness. Yeah, self awareness mm-hmm. during change is very important because if you don't know you're changing. You kind of lose yourself and you you lose this perception of who you are now mm-hmm. you think you're still the past version of yeah. yourself right yeah what's the first thing you guys do whenever you're like reflecting like, for me i okay so like one of the recent changes was when i got my job like my full-time job mm-hmm. and that meant like letting go of my old self that had this free time yeah. and i was still working part-time and i remember being like so scared and overwhelmed because i didn't know what was going to happen and it was like all new to me and i knew Mm -hmm. that the next day everything was going to change i was so overwhelmed that i set a timer for five minutes and i just Mm. like cried why why, why do you set a timer for five minutes so i call okay so this is a five minute rule basically because i know at the that day i still have to get my homework done i have to like you know i would have to package orders i have work so i set a timer for five minutes and Within that five minutes, I let it all out. I cry, I scream, I do whatever. Mm. I say everything I want to say and get it out. And by that five minute, when the five minutes is over, I like stop because like I have to be productive. Mm. But the five minutes is like well needed in order for you to like release everything, but then still be productive. And it did help me. So when oh. I was overwhelmed, I did that, and then I got everything done. Have you have have you done that or anything similar to that? A five minute rule? I've never. It's like my first time hearing about this. I, I I do I do like one minute of just whatever negative thought I have I let it all out because at the end of the day all the bad you're always gonna have I feel like you're always gonna have bad thoughts mm-hmm. when it comes to things changing in your life like there's always gonna be the back end of your brain going like oh what if this happens or what if this doesn't work out yeah so at least I get to voice that instead of like letting it build up in my own mm-hmm. my own heart and so I would give myself like a minute of just like writing it on paper mm-hmm. so just to like once it's on the paper, it never gets out. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I did around, like, the big changes happening in my life. I don't need to voice it out again. Mm-hmm. All the big changes that happened in my life, I did would I would, like, journal it throughout my day mm-hmm. and, like, the progress that I'm making. Mm-hmm. So, because, like, I feel like once a lot of things just kind of hit you very quickly, you have a moment of, like, oh, shit, I need to process, what like, what I'm going through because your brain becomes, like, scrambled in a way. And you're like, how how am I going to adapt to this, and how am I gonna overcome it? And so you would have to also like acknowledge your own feelings by writing that down, and then tracking your progress, you know, as you go. That's what I do, at least. I kind of like the five minute rule. I've never mm-hmm. done anything like that because, for me, I'm so used to like working, yeah, and like kind of burning myself out, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like that five minute rule. It, it, it sounds really helpful. Don't get me wrong, yeah, but I guess. My alternative to that is just like, I'll see what the problem is. Like, hey, you're doing this wrong. And just like, let's go head on to it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, but I kind of want to implement that. But like, yeah. I w- it doesn't have to be crying. Because for me, no, I'm just a very emotional person. Fair, fair, fair. I mean, even if I wanted to, I don't think it could come <laughs> out, to be honest. But I think I, think I, could, I should start implementing that because I keep everything to myself, even mm-hmm. when I'm stressed. So I guess that's a good way to like release a lot of your stress. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, and after the five minutes, you're just like, okay, that's it. I'm done. I can't yeah. cry. Like, oh. I, it's put to the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think my my alternative to that to like it's like in my it's my, it's my version of ranting or like the five minute rule. Yeah, I'll go on my spam. 
I go on my close friend's story. <laughs> I start ranting. I did that a couple of days ago, actually. Yeah. Because um, if you're in college or university, you know how stressful group projects can be, mm-hmm. especially when like another person isn't exactly well participating or just like you just. They're not on the same wavelength yes, as you. Yes. They're just ass. Yeah. I'm wow. going to be straight up, bro. Because I've had, for the three years I've been in school so far, I've had a lot of, well, no, this year alone, I've had a lot of shitty group members. Mm-hmm. And like, because they're not like my friends, it's like, yeah. I can't voice that to them. Yeah. Right. So I have on my story. I rant for as long oh my and just God. let it out. Like, yep. Fuck this dude. <laughs> he fucked me up. We got a six out of 10. No 60%. way. Yeah. Oh, wow. You didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I did. You did not tell me the grade. Yeah. Yeah. Outside. But anyways. Um. Bad, it's okay. Yeah. It's, that's. I'm gonna start doing the five minute rule. If you guys haven't done that, I guess you should start implementing that. And yeah, but. Yeah, what? Reflecting in any way is also just great to like. I mean, that's that's why people recommend a therapist because you get to, a therapist can vo- like reflect onto you like, oh, mm-hmm. maybe this is why you're doing this and mm-hmm. so on, yeah. so on and so forth, right? Initially, like just being able to see things from a third person's perspective oh yeah th- third person thinking right. i do i do that and just like being able to release it is super important mm. you know sometimes things just happen you know we, we're just faced with a lot of changes can you plan ahead can you plan ahead for change i do think it depends on what sort of change is coming up like just a random one but for example if someone got pregnant that's a big step in your life and you can plan and prepare I mean, you got nine months, so yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you like, you can plan months. and prepare. Um, but there are also cases where you can't, but you have a short time limit to, like, you know, at least, like, say what the worst thing is going to happen. And so that way, when it happens, you're ready for it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So, like, whenever I go... Like, like worst case scenario? Yeah, wor- yes, worst case scenario. Like, I did a lot of worst case scenario whenever I was about to step into an exam um prior because i didn't study enough so i was like uh i just you know i would go okay i'm gonna fail and then probably get disowned by my parents but that's that's all that's gonna happen and i'm still gonna be alive <laughs> like it's okay that's just the asian life man <laughs> right but like that's in some cases you can plan ahead like if you're about to like go into university or you're uh, i don't know you're about to take this big test for example like a driving test mm-hmm. you can sort of make like plans ahead to like prepare for that moment and also for any like backup plans or mm-hmm. if anything goes wrong initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what about like in terms of like relationships or like just life in general? Can do you think you can like plan ahead of that? Mm. I feel like it depends because you don't really know what can happen. Like you don't if it's like for a re- relationship for example mm. you don't you ha- you don't have control over what the other person's gonna do yeah like with jobs it's like you don't know if you're gonna get hired like these mm. are things or like fired. that are not are fired yeah yeah like these are things that are not in your control so you can't really plan for this i mean like for the job thing like planning ahead as in like having an emergency like money in case yeah you get fired and you have to pay bills mm. but like what are you gonna do like when you're seeing them pick other breaks up with you, like what have another person mm. on standby, like you're not going to have that. Yeah. So, I mean, unless you do, then that would be cheating, mm. but yeah, I, I can see it as two ways where I kind of lean. It's weird. Cause I can, I think of both where 
you can plan ahead in the sense where like let's say it was like relationships right yeah so obviously you don't know who you're gonna meet and whatever but once mm -hmm. you meet them and you talk to them whatsoever in a sense the way i see it is like calculated risks mm. yes right? yes so yes, let's yes. say you're talking to this girl right whatever getting to know her you can't just judging off the vibe and whatever you kind of know what to say what you shouldn't say what to yeah. do what not to do mm -hmm. right so that's already essentially planning ahead right mm -hmm. now let's say it's um uh in terms of life right let's say you apply for a job yeah right you can plan ahead so that let's say you haven't gotten an answer back but that, that doesn't mean you can't apply for other jobs yeah and whichever true. one you land you can already plan ahead from that mm -hmm. right and also i also the other side is where you you don't you can't anticipate change because yeah it's always constantly changing so my advice for that is like you you can't anticipate the change, but you can adapt to the situation. Yeah, adapt. Right? That, that's what I do more often, mm -hmm. where I adapt to whatever's happening because I never know who I'm going to meet, yeah. who I'm going to talk to. I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. Like, yeah, I have a gist, but like, I don't know who it's going to come by in my life. Right? So literally, I adapt to the situation. I make friends with the people. Mm -hmm. Right? Let's say if someone comes in, I make friends. Like literally today, right? I didn't expect to make friends with the customer today. Really? Right, at work. Like we had like, a 30 minute long conversation just talking about like fashion school being creative that's so cool yeah 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 and if he's watching this yo respect to you uh I forgot your name <laughs> shout but, out but to you I, but we follow each other so that's fine yeah, yeah yeah but yeah it's like adapting to this current situation at hand because you know you can control whatever you're doing at that present moment mm -hmm. right and yeah so like, i see it both ways but you can and can't right i lean more into the can't because the more you think way ahead in the future you're you're like thinking this is the right answer yeah this is the path but like there's so many paths yeah right you can't plan for everything Ex yeah you can't plan for everything so i lean more into that like bro dom and i two years ago did not expect to have a podcast mm -hmm. we Ooh. literally had our conversations in a fucking booth in, in the, the mcdonald's near us <laughs> that's literally it and then we turned into a podcast another one called gray space which fell through but that's completely fine because Without that current last experience, it showed us the joys of just talking, creating mm -hmm. this, just like having a nice conversation, right? Because mm -hmm. we're just like, literally what we're doing to you guys, just like telling you guys our lives in a sense, right? It's a documentation. It's a journal. Exactly. And now it's like, yo, we have 1.3K subscribers, right? We have a new co-host. We did not think this was going to happen. Nope. We thought it was just going to be like me and Dom till the end you know yeah type of thing. and they're like yo sarah's a pretty chill person yeah we should probably add her into the podcast she has good opinions yeah. and so, then they met me and they're like oh she's yeah. crazy yeah she's a red flag guys remember that's <laughs> how we've been joking but yeah it's like this changed we never thought it would happen mm -hmm. and that's the beauty of change in my opinion because change creates beauty because through pain through fault whatever in the end it works out you got mm -hmm. that that was great exactly yo i should be a poet holy shit i've been ranting for like the past like five minutes dude god damn i'm sorry i'm sorry anyways anyways i think when it comes to planning ahead you could definitely plan for certain variables to play out in your favor but you can't plan for how it's going to impact you like how you come out of it yeah you can come out of it like based on how you feel for example like even though my family, we had expected whatever outcome was to come with my dad's condition, no matter how much planning, no matter how much prepping, um, we did not expect the impact that it had on our family. And that just goes to show that change is inevitable, 
and whatever your journey is it's gonna happen so you even if you try to as much as possible to anticipate for the next step or what future lies ahead whatever happens is gonna happen and yeah that brings us to the next one where it's just like i guess like learning how to embrace change as well Mm -hmm. i think that's super important it's like yes you could plan for whatever you can try to manipulate the the end goal the end destination but whatever that end destination is it's out of it's really out of your control Mm. essentially so good luck good luck (laughs) good luck (laughs) what do you guys do when things are changing when things are changing in my life i i like well yeah i reflect on it first but um i kind of just like enjoy the fact that it's changing Mm. Mm. it's like good or bad it's like okay this was meant the way i think everything comes as a lesson you need to go through certain shit in your life yes. to really like develop your yourself a little more, right? Yes. So when things are changing, I'm like, okay, this is a good thing. I know it is, even though right now I may feel like shit. I know it's a good thing. Right. Yeah. In school, I am drowning in work. I fucking hate it, but I know it's a good thing based on the le- lessons I'm learning. Learning. Quote. Unquote. <laughs> I mean, cheating. Sorry. Whoa, Anyways, whoa, whoa, we don't condone. Whoa, whoa, we not that cheating. I condone cheating on tests. Don't condone right. cheating. Connected to the oh, I'm not. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We condone cheating on test. <laughs> Anyways, what? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm oh, joking. Okay. Only if you're online and you're stupid. Anyways, that's me. But yeah, like changing, cheating, test. Yes. Um, I'm drowning. I'm back to it. I'm I'm drowning in work. Although it sucks, I know it's gonna help me in the long run in like my, my marketing career yeah mm. you I just gotta see past like that gray area even even just like having the bad experience of the guy that you were working with in the mm. assignment it's like when you're in the workplace or like what whatever you do you're mm. gonna encounter people like that oh yeah 100 it's like i hope you, i don't encounter him again yeah <laughs> but like you getting to deal with how he is now is just gonna help you yeah. when you deal with it later on you're like i've done this before yeah see the only difference is i, I can't see the dude so <laughs> oh <laughs> So that's like the only thing. But I, I get, I completely get what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, like those situations where like you have to embrace change, it really adapts and adapt to it. Later in the long run, you may not see it right now. It really helps with your development and, and character. Like a good example is probably like breakups, where a lot of people, when you're in breakup, you're very clouded to misery. You see everything in like red, in a sense, right? So obviously, you, you have that feeling where like oh, red is I, also love. Yeah, but you get what, you get the red <laughs> I'm seeing, right? Bull, and, like a bull. Yeah, yeah, yes. red like a bull. And in a sense where it's like you you feel like you can't find love again, you'll never like get mm-hmm. back to that. But then like you're seeing that right now, just because everything's red, right? But in the long run, you have to like tell yourself like I will find love again. Yeah. Right? Because I've had my periods of loneliness where I fucking like tell myself, y'all, I'm never gonna find love again. No one's gonna like love me. No one's. I'm never gonna be in a relationship. But then I was reassure myself like, dude, you're just kind of sad right now. But in the long run, you know, in the future, you will get married. You will have kids. So I reassure myself and be aware of that. I always tell myself the good part at the end so I can, like, stabilize and humble myself and, like, ground (laughs) myself a little bit. Humble myself. Yeah. I think sometimes when things are changing, it's hard to kind of think positively. Mm. I just tend to, I tend to think of the negative side or I tend to worry about the things changing. And, like, I don't know. I don't know how to handle that. I rely on like, well, because we watch a lot of How I Met Your Mother, 
I'm going to do that again. Yes. Um, Ted initially in the show, he's always narrating to himself of like little lessons and he just talks about the universe. And I feel like having some sort of blind faith always just like kind of like placebo affects it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like I'm able to go like whatever I'm dealing with, whether you guys believe in this or not, like whatever I'm going through, like God has something better planned. I think there's a verse Romans eight eighteen where it's like, like whatever bad thing that you're going through right now, it's not greater than what God has like lying ahead yeah. of you. And so it's like, you got to be able to just kind of like thug it out, you know, mm-hmm. and just like keep doing the best that you can because good things will happen to those who wait and those who do good. Right. So it's mm-hmm. just like, you got to blind faith, yeah. you know, yeah. all <laughs> oh, like just, just hang on, just hang yeah, on a little yeah. longer. Um, I, I didn't realize I do it a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's gotten to the point where it's, um, to answer your question, basically tying in with his is, um, the way I do it is because I felt like a little lonely, like for like my life, I would, I would constantly like just talk to myself and let's reassure myself and tell myself all these good things. Cause why would I want to, you know, okay. You know how like us, us like humans, we tend, or when in our thoughts, we tend to like lean more into like the bad, yeah. like the bad thoughts. Like, Oh, you'll never be this, this, this. If you can believe in that, why can't you believe in the good things you can t- say to yourself? Mm-hmm. If you if you believe that you can find someone better or you can become a better version of yourself, you can get mm-hmm. that job or even land this position, whatever whatever it may be, why why is that so hard to believe in? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I understand why it could be hard. I know I just contradicted myself. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I know. But it's just that I lean more into that type of advice or that type of wording because it's more reassuring than saying, you'll never get the job, right? Instead of like, you'll find you'll find a better job. Right, that's more like the positivity side where you kind of gotta like be your own cheerleader sometimes. Right? Yeah. Because your friends aren't always gonna be there. So at the end of the day, you have yourself. The more mm-hmm. you reassure yourself and give yourself more positive advice or whatever, it's like you learn how to like be more uplifting. Yeah. Right? Because everyone wants to hear like, I'm proud of you. You're doing great, whatever. Say that for yourself. Right. Right. And you can just keep going and believe more in like the blind faith because like that. that's very reassuring. Yeah. Having just like blind optimism for yourself. Yeah. Right. Like I, I also tend to do the like Kobe mentality where mm-hmm. it's just like, if I just keep doing what the successful people are doing, mm-hmm. I'm going to get to a, a place of like certainty of like, Oh, at least I'm in a way not completely guaranteeing my chances, but like I'm upping my chances at success at happiness mm-hmm. in a way where it's just like, you get to, control the narrative i I did quotes for those listening on mm. spotify <laughs> i did air quotes mm. but it's like you can kind of just increase your probability yeah right like of course not always is gonna go your way but at least as long as you know that you're in pursuit of like that excellence then you can achieve that mm. versus when you just of course you think pessimistically then of course then it's gonna go downhill mm. right because uh essentially you're you're just worrying about it twice yeah yeah oh my gosh i like that you mentioned that because literally i would worry about something before it happened so okay i'm gonna touch on my breakup but essentially (laughs) essentially what happened was i knew it was gonna happen before it happened and i was already crying about it before it even happened Uh so essentially i'm putting myself through the suffering twice yeah and if i and what i did was i actually did a five minute timer crying about it mm. and at the end of the macbook video because it was a macbook video slash timer 
I was like, why am I worrying about this? It hasn't happened. Cause, mm-hmm. and I told myself that. So then eventually when it had happened, since I grieved a little bit already, I was like kind of okay, but obviously still not. Cause I was crying about it. Like you softened but, the blow a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But like, don't suffer twice. Don't put yourself through it unless it actually happened. Like mm. why, why should you suffer twice? Like you're going to suffer later or maybe you won't. Mm. Like what if that person doesn't break up with you? Or like, what if it, you know, you actually get the job. Like why yeah. are you crying about it now? Yeah. Just, just to touch, cause we're talking about like love a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize I suffered twice. Ooh. Right. I, this is my first time actually hearing about like suffering twice thing. Right. And it all made sense. Cause like before I would self, basically what I'm hearing is like, we're self-sabotaging ourselves so we can, the way I saw it, I'm, I self-sabotage myself prior to something happening, you know, ending something because it's easier to like soften the blow in the end. So I'm hurting myself intentionally. So by the time I actually do get hurt, it's like, eh, it doesn't really hurt as much. I mean, it still hurts, but not as much. Right? Like, yeah. And it, it's like a little better. It's very bad. Very toxic. Yeah. I would not advise you guys to do that. I but, think that's, that's such a like distancing yourself or like, doing that mm-hmm. is like obviously it sucks that you're doing it but yeah. it's like to protect yourself yeah yeah and it's because like i want to think of all the possible situations yeah so i'm like i know what to expect dr strange <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh, that, that shit hurt my head <laughs> that hurt oh. my ear i'm so oh i forgot i hate spinning bro. sorry to the listeners on spotify hope you guys enjoyed that little bit um, <laughs> anyways in regards to like okay, like back to the point of like kind of looking at the negative before it even happens. I I like to think of like this one driving lesson that I learned mm. from my instructor where I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm too close to the curb. Am I going to hit it? And she was just like, if you keep looking at the curb, you're going to hit the curb. Right. And I'm, and I asked my mom too, I was like, how do I fix that? That part of me. And she was just like, just look forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in a way, just focus on the road, right? Just like look ahead <laughs> of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like instead of looking at what can go wrong, Look forward to what can go right. Yeah. yeah. And then you're going to bring yourself to that place. Mm-hmm. And then you actually take yeah, it right. Yeah, don't focus on the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you said focus on the road, I immediately thought of like that SpongeBob clip. Focus on the road. With, oh, with the, the, with the, uh, uh, focus, yeah, uh, uh, what's like her it's name? Uh, or whatever, Mrs. Puff. Yes, Mrs. Puff. <laughs> Just focus Mrs. on Puff. the road. Just focus that. Uh, yeah. Sorry, that episode is prominent to me. Um, yeah. Oh, and you know what? How am I your mother reference? You remember the, uh, the episode where Marshall had to go back to New York City mm-hmm. and it was a blizzard. And he oh, was yeah. just like, so it's going to recap this real quick. Marshall was in going, he was on the road going back to New York City and it was a blizzard. It was a snowstorm. And he always wondered how the hell did his dad like make it through yeah. at a, at a, on a night like this. And his dad in his, in his conscious was saying, I didn't know where I was going. I just kept moving forward. Yeah. And that's essentially like one of the greatest like pieces of life advice that you can get is just mm-hmm. like no one knows what the fuck they're doing, mm-hmm. no one knows where they're going. All they know is they just got to keep going. Yeah, essentially, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you just no one will know. <laughs> like, no mm-hmm. one will know. Everything yeah. is inevitable. At this point, I feel like from point A to point B, your life's kind of like that's destined true. to happen yeah. the way it yeah. is. So you might as well just like like roll with the punches. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you expect where the booth was going to be in two years? Ken did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Ken about did. like if you hear the like, merch too project you did yeah. you expect oh, that wow not, not project not project you. oh yeah yeah not project YouTube. Oh, but your not plans expect. for project you, you what about youtube like, you planned for that you like expected that oh yeah no 100 percent. wow 
Yeah. yeah. If, if you heard like my unrealistic goals, I saw it. It was in your mirror. Mm-hmm. I still believe I can reach that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I believe. Yeah. I believe. But too. yeah, back to the point. Looking straight ahead, always continue taking the first step. Even if you don't know where you're going, take a couple steps because as long as you keep moving forward, something's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, progress is progress at the end of the day. Good too. or bad. Good or bad. Like think of it as like this. Let's let's say you're in an escalator, right? It stops midway. <laughs> Why would you want to just like stay there until it gets fixed? Wouldn't you want to keep going forward and get to the top so you can yeah. just get to where you're you are not going to wait till it's get, it gets yeah. fixed. And it's like that Casey Neistat video where he's on that escalator in the airport. Right, so so it's a seven second clip. It's a seven second clip, and yes. it's actually a fucking. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. It's, so, it's stupid that it's seven seconds. Yes, yes. But basically, if you're going, those of you guys who don't know, I, do you remember? I, yes, I, Casey I, Neistat's on like this. I can't. I can't. Like that, you know, it you know, stops and then he just starts running. Y- yeah. Is it a yeah. movator? Yes. I don't know what it's called. It's yes. not the. It's not a stairs, but it just yes, moves yes, like that. Yes, the yes, thing yes. at the airport. That's flat. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what it's called. Move. Yeah. Movator. Like it moves. And he was just like, why stop? Yeah. Keep on going. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So one thing that I started doing, um, because I had to like think about my behavioral patterns and how I respond to my own love languages, mm. right? Like what le- what love language will help me in my times of like my times of changing, right? Because essentially, like what had happened was I had lost two people that I love very much, right? And I was like, oh, what what can I do to fill in that space? Well, I just could love myself in the way that they did Mm -hmm. and the way that my dad used to show me his love was through the way he would speak to me he might not have given me the positive (laughs) reinforcement that i had wanted so i did it for myself and so i would do this thing called positive affirmations uh essentially i thought that was the craziest thing ever i thought that was Mm -hmm. super dumb like i remember watching a matt diavella video of him experimenting this for 30 days yeah and it it is kind of silly, mm-hmm. but it is only silly because you have never, you might have never experienced it before. Yeah. yeah. Like that kind of um, love, you know, of mm-hmm. w- words of affirmation. And so I remember immediately I was like, like, I'm proud of you, of everything that you've been able to, you know, overcome. Yeah. Uh, you deserve love. You deserve basically the shirt. Yeah. Literally, literally the shirt. I wrote it before we even had the design. Mm. Damn, manifestation. Yeah. yeah. And I also put like, you know, I am loved. Like I am yeah. appreciated. Yeah. Because even though I don't hear that often, I know it's true. I just had to reaffirm that thought in my own head because a lot of negative self-talk can ruin your own image on yourself. Wasn't that called rumination? Is that what it was called? Yes, rumination. Oh, yeah, yeah. I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. Wow. Let's go. Wow. Good stuff, dude. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, but yeah, that's some things that I do. And I think that's also why Project Use, or at least the shirt, is something that's meaningful meaningful to me because I get to spread that to whoever like, gets to read the back of the shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Some people don't hear it enough, but at least when they read it, they hear it in their yeah. own heads and it gets yeah. repeated. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess since we're talking about the shirt, I guess re- realizing now I chose these specific words because I didn't realize it at the time I was making it. Mm. This is the shit I wanted to hear. I yeah. needed to hear, right? Because um, I've never felt like that as a kid. Yeah. Especially, okay, one thing pretty weird that I, I did as a kid or when I was younger, I didn't realize I did positive affirmations, right? Not just saying that, but this this is, this is might be, a little, I don't know, take it as you want. This might sound a little pick me. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. So, so, oh, I found put my hood up, bro. I feel so embarrassed for saying this. This is it. So basically, basically, <laughs> 
Okay, so long story short, this sounds very pick me because um, throughout almost a good majority of my life, I've always thought I was ugly. I never mm. had that much confidence in myself, right? I was really like, I was a downer within myself, right? So I never mm. believed in compliments from other people. And then I got tired of like, kind of like belittling myself and how my, my looks. Mm. So because I wanted to like, at least make myself feel a little better. Mm-hmm. I tell myself in the mirror, you look cute today. You look Aww. good. You know, you like, and because fashion helped me a lot, a positive affirmation because I'd be really insecure about my fit. So whenever I put a fit together, it's like, oh, I look, I think this works together. This yeah. looks really good on me. I like this, the silhouette on this, you know, and just like making positive affirmations on how I look physically. Yeah. And then it's just like, helped me a lot to become like who i am now where yeah, i've been self-confidence it. yeah it's helped a lot of my self-confidence so that sounds a little pick me I'm, I'm sorry i just fashion really did help me a lot to like gain yeah. my self-confidence in who i am so now in a sense fashion helped me a lot where i want to return yeah. it back just by making more shit and helping people like do better not do better like look better in, in themselves and believe in themselves a little more so this is why the shirt is a little more meaningful on my mm-hmm. side too because i didn't believe in that now i do yeah when you said the like the journaling that you did, I kind of did something similar similar to kind of remind myself because I I needed to learn to love myself the way that I was loved in relationships, and so I kind of had to do that with myself. And then instead of doing like the typical like oh like you know like I'm strong like I'm pretty and all these things, mm-hmm. I started being more specific, being like, what is it something about me that people noticed? that they loved about me and then Mm. I wrote down like oh I love when people tell me like that I make them feel safe or like heard and validated because like to me that's like wow like you feel safe around me to tell me about like your problems your secrets and and then I started writing that or like um when people say like oh that like I light up their you know if they're sad they're like oh I'm thank you for talking to me because you made me like happier you made me smile like those are the things that I journal about of the things that I did rather than you know, it's good for the physical aspects, yeah. but what I did was like rather than focusing on that, like I focused on like what are the things I'm bringing, like to other people, mm. and it helped me. Yeah. Yeah, I should do that too. The fuck, I don't journal at all. <laughs> not anymore. Maybe yeah. there was not ne- a need to. I journaled because I was like I got uh, yeah, yeah. out of uh, mm. a relationship. But no, I think that's really good. Just because like when you say the positive affirmations, like I am blah blah blah. Like, it's a little surface. Like, it's still good. Don't get me wrong. But I like that one where it's, like, digressing a little more, dissecting it, yeah. sorry. And it's, like, you're more appreciative of who you are. Yeah. In a sense, Wait, okay, but I want to ask, what are the things that people have said about you that you were, like, if I was journaling right now, like, what are the positive affirmations I could write that is specific to you? Oh. I don't know. It's kind of, I don't, I don't know. That, I caught you guys off guard. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? Wait, what, like, what other people have said about me? Yeah, like, if, let's say you were journaling right now about, like, that positive affirmations but like specific to like what people said about you like what what would you write oh damn i feel like for guys it's hard really i know what they say they say they say i'm tough based off like mentally Mm -hmm. uh wise at times Mm -hmm. i've heard that from teachers Mm -hmm. um that's about it the, the the physical appearance stuff I don't want to get into. <laughs> just so boggy, well, man. I don't want the physical stuff. I want like the <laughs> stuff that people are like, hey, you make me feel safe or oh, like right. thanks for making uh, me feel right, right, right. Sorry. Jeez. Oh, oh, regarding the podcast, we have heard so many people say that they love 
that uh, they love hearing what we have to say because we have helped them get through whatever they get yeah. through and that they find comfort and you know a space to to essentially be vulnerable mm-hmm. um that that they they can't with their own friends so yeah. essentially it's like we're their best friends yeah. yeah so i love that we get that so mm-hmm. there's a there's i'm answering for both of us <laughs> there you yeah. go yeah <laughs> people think i'm funny yeah <laughs> hey you asked <laughs> you know i laugh I, because ken's you know hilarious what, that, you know what because because i asked and because you guys don't know i'll just say what i think a lot of people will say about you I'm not based ready, on my I'm perspective not ready to hear this. i think i think with dom people will say like that you're you're really good with your words and how you like are able to comfort people I'm not good at that at all. Like when people are like crying or like vulnerable around me, I'm like, it's okay. Like I don't know how to comfort them. <laughs> okay, fair. And I fair. think you I've do e- a really great job. I've experienced it firsthand. <laughs> <laughs> what? When you were like, <laughs> when I was going through something, and she was like, I I don't know what. To, I'm so bad at this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Starbucks. <laughs> Here's some. Anyways, and then with Ken, I think. Oh, she has nothing, guys. No, Spoke volume. That, oh, silence is loud. That was um, crazy. Response to it. I get it. I get it. We're beefing. We're beefing now. No, 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 listen, now. listen, listen. Guys, there's I some tea. I think you, um, when your friends do need, like, um, someone to listen, you mm. really give your attention mm. and you really hear them out. And I feel uh-huh. like I really appreciate that about you. Because ever since, like, from before, when I would just say something, like, oh, man, like, thanks for this or whatever, mm. and I would vent to you, yeah. you've always just listened and, like, gave your full attention mm. and i feel like not a lot of people do that and i really appreciate that mm. and i can speak from your other friends too i feel like they would say the same thing damn now this is weird now bro he's like he's like words of affirmation is not my love language I have to give no one to it Sarah. actually is it's just oh. that i'm it's just that i haven't been well not compliment a lot but like it's like it's 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 still new to me mm-hmm. right feels it feels good thank you thank you for that yeah but it's like still something's like trying to get like used to Give someone, give one to Sarah, go. I don't want one. No, I don't want one. It's only fair. No, it's okay. I don't want one. For Okay, for Sarah, one yeah. thing um, I think a lot of people can say is that I like how you're able to kind of like ground people. Ooh. That, in my opinion, that's really good because that's like the type of friends that you do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she, she thinks I'm hot. You heard the shh. No, no, no. I'm grounding <laughs> you. Do you get it? <laughs> no, but even shh. Yo, guys. She, yo. <clears throat> She might have a little crush on me. <laughs> okay, but yeah, yeah. Okay, but in my opinion, I would say ever since this friendship and small time we've known you, I do appreciate you being really honest. It's not just like fabricated like advice or opinion. It's like the truth, which mm-hmm. a lot of people do need to hear, and that's kind of like what I like. And it's good because you're, it shows that you're able to voice it and really. You're coming from a place of love to help other people get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the way I see it, and I'm very appreciative of that. Oh, words of affirmation is my love language, so I'm eating this up. <laughs> I would say that Sarah is, even though she says she doesn't know how to comfort people, I think she's very present and there for people. She gives people a great space of comfort. Mm. Like, I remember we were in the car, and like she was helping some of our friends. And she was asking them questions that can kind of like, you know, slice off a little bit of the layers yeah. mm-hmm. uh, of their onions, you know. Or guys would just dig it. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. We're bad at that. <laughs> you guys were so quiet, I remember. Yeah, you, you were like, handling the situation yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay. 
We also felt like we had no place in terms of like what we could say. Like they, yeah. they, they were not ready for whatever we had to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah our advice is you know just different. <laughs> it's just different. No, they don't want advice. That's the thing. They want exactly. like, yeah, yeah, someone yeah. to listen. Like, like we, him and I were like prepared to give advice. Like, wait, wait, this is not. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. This yeah. Not we, we, we'll let her handle it because mm-hmm. we're gonna yeah. be bad at it. I remember mm-hmm. texting Ken. I was like, "Yeah, this is a girls' talk. This is not for us right now." In a good way. In a good. In a good way. Yeah. Good way. I'm glad we read the room. Yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, I did it at first because I was like, "You guys want to play we?" Like, I was so ready <laughs> to bro, just distract you, I, everybody. I told you read, read the room, bro. And you're like, "I am." Do you guys want? I was like, "Yeah, I am," because like you know, we can do something fun. Like, yeah, you guys are. I didn't think they want know. that. Because <laughs> we were stuck in the car. Like, I yeah. wanted to leave. Fair, that's fair. That's fair. Um. But anyways, um, I, th- I feel like a next the next step in terms of like when what it comes to change is like you got to learn how to. Be grateful for the things that didn't change. <laughs> Does that make sense? You have to be grateful for the things you have. Yeah. That. Like, yeah. you know, because there's a lot of things that you take for granted. Yeah. You know, and, and, and taking the time to just be thankful for those simple things makes your life that much better. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember, like, hearing Ken be grateful for something. Not grateful, sorry. Just appreciating some of the smallest things, and I was like, "This guy is a lunatic." Thank you, <laughs> respectfully. Um, and Wait, I'll give, take it either give way. Give an example. Oh, oh, like I don't know, just like, like he'll be out and it's like, like raining. He's like, "Oh, I love it. Like I just love this rain. Like I just, it's so nice. Uh, it just calms me." I, I don't know, like just shit like that. I was like, "Dude, what? Like what dude, are you saying?" And and I'm just like, "That's that's my own like opinion." So. Mm. Obviously, there's some people that do like the rain and yeah, it yeah. gives them comfort. But, like, I just remember thinking, like, that's crazy talk. But then once, like, I had my own little healing stage, mm-hmm. I was looking at all the little things in yeah. a more, you know, optimistic, mm-hmm. like, light. Like, rose-colored rose colored, yeah, like, glasses. Because I feel like when you're growing up, you just, you push away all the little things that made you happy as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, like, when the sun was out or when yeah. the sun yeah. was setting, you know, when the sun was rising. Like, you just mm-hmm. little things like that. Um, when the birds are chirping. I remember, like... You know, you'd think that after a breakup, you'd be, like, super, like, ill love. Like, mm. I hate that shit. But, like, I remember being at a Starbucks, and I saw this one guy, like, ask for this girl's number, at, at, like, mm. right in front of me. I was yeah. like, and they had, like, they shared this, like, laugh, the smile, and mm. this guy got her number. And I was just, like, super happy. I was like, damn. Yeah. Like, go with them. You know, mm. like, love always wins at the end of the day. Like, little things like that, where it's just, like, you get to be happy of, like, just people being happy yeah you know you don't have to just necessarily be oh i'm not happy so whatever is around me is like ill you weren't bitter yeah Yeah, Yeah. i wasn't bitter i was like happy for other things going right Mm. yeah and then that way i could be thankful for my own life because eventually you know things will go my way right yeah yeah you gotta be appreciative of like all the little things like talking about the rain thing i talked to my friend about it like a couple days ago or weeks oh, so ago. i was right i wasn't just making that up no no no, no. <laughs> right because oh i thought like, i thought i like i pulled that yeah. from my ass so i'm be honest guys <laughs> wow you don't know no, no i do remember it when you <laughs> did when you did say it, you had a pretty good imitation and i can vividly remember yeah, ken being yeah, yeah. like like, oh so, gosh, like, like you like, could see ken saying yeah i could yeah, really yeah, imagine yeah. you that if it if he was pulling out of his ass that's really good writing because like yeah, yeah. you know it's yeah. from based on you know yeah, True the, like literally the first few months of me and ken's like friendship i did impersonate him at a party oh i remember that that, was, that was, was fucking funny. it was too spot on like everyone was dying yeah mm-hmm. but yeah back to the rain thing like her, me and my friend were talking about it talking about the rain talking about snow and like we were talking like we're being appreciative of like small things in life. Cause dude, when I, when I, when during the snow, 
like when I walk home from Dom's, it's like really packed, right? I'd be running in the snow at 3 a.m. And I'd be laughing. I'd be happy, dancing, or just singing out loud. I'm like, this shit is so much fun. Damn. I have a, there's so many videos that Ken has sent me when it was like a huge snow day. And he would be laying in the back of his apartment, like near the garbage area, mm. <laughs> just in the big pile of snow. He's been like, I love this. <laughs> like, dude, dude, it's so much fun just appreciating every single thing. Because in a sense, what I do, I don't know if you guys do it, but a lot of people on TikTok do it. But I did it before TikTok. So I'm not trying to say I'm like a trendsetter. Ooh. But anyways, yeah. I like romanticizing my life. Yeah. Yes. Literally the smallest things ever. Right. When I walk downtown, I'm appreciative of like just me being able to breathe. When I go biking, right, I remember hitting myself with, yo, I can go, I'm biking, I have legs, I can breathe, mm. right? Like, I I love biking. That's one of my favorite things, just walking in general. A lot of my friends don't like walking. Anyways. I think whoa, he wants whoa, to say it don't, there. Don't oh, no, 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 no. This is this, for the both what, of us. This is for both Listen, of us. Listen, once you drive, you'll understand. I Driving or not, I still love walking. That's I will true. walk anywhere. Ken would, Do you Ken, walk places now? Do you walk to work? No. I've walked, but, I've walked from Lawrence to Finch. But, but Ken, you, Ken would walk. Ken would drive to a place where he can hike. Yes. Like, that is a thing Ken would do. That's yes. true. So. But yeah, like, literally, <laughs> smallest things ever. Just, like, romanticizing my life. It brings me joy just knowing, like, I'm alive. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, there's, there might be shit going on. But, like, the fact that I'm able to, like, just, like, live and actually be present in this, it's amazing. Because I'm grateful for it. Yeah. I do, I do something simil- similar when you said, like, oh, like, I'm grateful for... You're basically grateful for a lot of things. Yeah. Sunsets. I would look out my window. Oh, oh in the summertime, the sunsets. I just look out the window. I'm like, God, I'm so grateful for the sunset. Yeah. Like, this is so pretty. Mm. Thank you for. Yeah. And every, every, everyone's Instagram everyone story. Everyone posts <laughs> about this, the sunsets, which is fine because it's so yeah. pretty. And I'm like, like, even if I miss it, I'm just like, God, it's so pretty. And I'm just like on, on Instagram looking at everyone's like stories. Yeah. But uh, yeah, streaks. like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, and. Also, I think what helped me a lot was like when I was dealing with like change of like with my breakup or just like with anything is having a gratitude like morning prayer. Mm-hmm. And I know I don't. The thing is, I don't pray often. Like mm-hmm. it's literally because I think I have like a very complicated relationship with religion. Yeah. But when I do, it's never praying for like wanting something. It's always mm-hmm. just gratitude. It's yeah. like right. I'm thankful That's for like the, the yeah the food on the table, the clothes on my back, the roof over my head. And then um, like I like say my family and friends and like I'm praying for like everyone basically. And mm. at the end of it, it's like, oh, I have everything I need and what is for me will find me. And mm. then that's it. I just end up prayer and then I start my day. And I, I think that's, yeah. Sorry, I, I do something similar to that. I, usually the first thing that I do when I wake up, I thank God, like, thank you for letting me be alive. Yeah. That's like the first thing I usually, I usually say like out loud or just like in my head. It's like mm-hmm. just knowing I'm waking up, I'm like, yo, I'm fucking alive, bro. Yeah. Let's go have a good ass day, even though. Sometimes it doesn't become a good day, but make the best out of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I have a specific song that I play, which I think you you love the song. J. Cole, Love Yours. Love Yours. That song. I used to play that, or I still play that, like, every morning Mm. just to get some sort of, like, gratitude for the life Mm. I have because anyone else, there's other people for sure that would kill to have the life that I live. So, got to be grateful for what you got, right? So. Another thing I do when things are changing is like I try to do something that is normal to me because if you think about it, everything else is changing and I have to revert back to what I do on a daily. So for me, that's like 
making coffee in the morning it's like a process that i often do and i take my time with it and you know like even though things are going crazy it's like when i make my morning coffee and then when i actually drink it and i enjoy it and i just reflect it it kind of grounds me in a way because i'm doing something i'm familiar with and i'm used mm. to while everything else is changing i like that word familiarity familiar because yeah. i do i used to do that you used to okay i used to go to the gym like 5 30 5 a.m and oh like consistently God. for a good couple of months right and while my life was changing that's the only thing i always had the gym the gym is like what kept me like grounded and sane. it's like having that sort of routine because i know it's i always have to do it because there were there were times where like me and don would chill till like 12 1 a.m regardless of how many hours of sleep i'd get i'd still go at 5 a.m oh my god because that thing was like i needed that i needed that to ground myself and make sure it's like i'm still me i still have this routine as long as i have this i can still work with everything else mm -hmm. right this was the only like stable thing that was happening does that make sense like stable as in good stable good stability mm -hmm. right but yeah like the gym gym thank you to the gym I said, thank you to the gym i love the gym <laughs> i need to get back on my 5 a.m schedule though because i go at night bro i get so tired I'm like i miss my i miss waking up early i'm gonna start you know redoing my schedule because school started and it's tough it's yeah. fucking tough but yeah what do you guys do well what what's like normal to you that you do while everybody like your whole life is changing i feel like i, I want to say that what i used to do but i don't do it anymore which is why it kind of sucks like I, I used to do it so often where i would just go to starbucks do my journaling do my reading and then go to the gym and then go to work like that was my and then after work train like i had that stuck for like two three months straight and that mm. was like beautiful to me because like i didn't it's like oh what are you gonna do today oh yeah we know we know what we're gonna do yeah today. even though this big life-changing event had happened i can i can still revert back to what feels normal to me mm. and i don't have to like be crazy like i don't have to feel so overwhelmed with all these different thoughts coming into my brain like oh you're 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 not growing or, or you're not healing or whatever whatever it might be because i was doing all these things in regards to me healing me growing becoming a better version of myself even though it was routine routine is a great way of just like having a consistent like way of progressing as a person mm -hmm. right like whether that is waking up at 5 30 in the morning it's you know it's still important to do that every single day because it's better than losing your day yeah mm -hmm. right there's always a brighter side to everything that you do and so it's like i just have to tug on to that and just think that whatever i do i'm one percent better than the guy yesterday yeah yeah Ooh, i like that which is what normalcy brought to me you know because if i just thought about all the things that could that that was going wrong and that could have went wrong well then i wasn't looking forward like we said way back right in the podcast mm -hmm. so yeah how about you sarah anything else other than just making coffee honestly i feel like because that's one thing that i do every day because I get so sleepy with my meetings and so I, I would make a coffee to keep me awake with my meetings at 1 p.m but i think oh another normal thing that i i think i kept up with like even when things were changing was like i would have dinner with my parents mm. like every night um whatever they were having even if like i wasn't eating i would just sit with them and then we kind of would just like talk about like what's happening and that's like what's normal to me because mm. it was the only time i really got to sit down and eat with them because they wake up super early for work oh. and so well, it's the only time i really got to see them and like 
that is really nice and grounding because it feels like even if I don't get to see them the whole day and like we're all working, it's like that's the one day that we're all together. And like my my sister and my brother would be there sometimes too. So it's mm. like just like a family dinner, essentially like every night. That sounds very comforting. I just realized I haven't had like a family dinner in a while. Wait, uh, did, what'd you do for uh, Thanksgiving? Well, oh. yeah, I had that. Right? Okay. But what I mean is like, I like not, not, not like yeah, without needing it to be an event or anything. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I work and I close sometimes. I close at like eight o'clock, eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Right, so I'll be home by like nine thirty by the time, and they've already had like dinner. It's like oh, okay, yeah. I'm just eating alone, right? But now your mouse moments. Yeah, you should go. I mean. Just because we're family, talking about going back to gratefulness, be grateful for your family, and just small little things. We're just eating eating dinner. Mm-hmm. That sounds very comforting, mm-hmm. right? Because just that little moment, just sharing it. Because you know, a lot, you have a lot of shit going on throughout the day, throughout the day. Damn, I slurred that. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit happening throughout the day. The family dinner, end of the night, just casual talk, catching up, or just anything. It's just it's just very comforting. So be more appreciative of your family, guys. Especially since Thanksgiving just passed for, for Canadians. You know, I guess we can talk about that. But yeah, having a routine is very important because it, it creates discipline. Yeah. Right? I feel like you you were talking, well, like, you know, with your routine, I feel like you were very disciplined if you followed through that, like, all throughout July, you said? Yeah. yeah. Straight, straight. Oh, my God. Because, like, it's not like there was anything planned. <laughs> like, yeah. mm-hmm. I just was like, I mean, if, if there was anything planned, it was the podcast um or if it was or it was just like one day outing but like your boy didn't have too many friends during the time so he was just you know he had to you have many now <laughs> it's grown it's growing it's grown. you know I'm, I'm you gained one <laughs> in, in a way it was like i was trying to just love myself so i can like actually love others the way yeah. that you know i had to take a step back from all my friends mm-hmm. um but i feel like doing the whole normalcy and finding a routine just doing whatever feels normal to you can also help with breakups Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Sarah touched upon this and I have my own version of that story where it's like for example if you're so used like so when I was going through a breakup in high school um, I had talked to about it with my leadership teacher and she's like what what are some things that you miss do you miss like the late night calls what is it because for example her she missed her late night calls with her boyfriend and so what she would do is she would talk to her sister for like late night calls because mm-hmm. that's what her sense of normalcy was that she used to do with her ex now mm-hmm. and so she filled that gap with doing it with her sister yeah mm-hmm. so she's like she would catch up and you know it also builds that relationship yeah right and so whatever it felt normal when it was something that you you would do with your partner it's a great thing to somehow replace the, that and and feed that love for yourself yeah i think you had an example with like marvel and like oh my god i saw that on like i think the harper i don't know if we did a harper episode but basically but basically this is what i did was what felt normal to me (laughs) what felt normal to me at the time was with the people i was seeing like in my roster access they loved marvel and so in order to occupy the time that i spent with them and to try to get over them i basically watched the marvel (laughs) the marvel movies and the timeline like in order and then I told myself that by the time I finish it, I have to be over the guy. And I was actually, I watched probably, I wasn't even finished halfway through it. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even like him anymore. And like, <laughs> I was over it, but I really fell in love and I loved the Marvel series and I just kept going. So yeah. So shout out to my ex and all those other guys. 
because <laughs> it's just like memory, right? It's talking about you know, like you said, you got really into Marvel and just like to get yeah. over it. I didn't realize. I did not realize until now. It just like hit me. Basically, back in grade nine, I believe, I was talking to this one girl who happened to be like one of Dom's best friends. <laughs> okay. Okay. And you then gotta the, tell me who later because I want to know. It's okay. Long story short, about that, it's like. She, she he said oh if you ever break her heart oh her, that girl that girl right basically she was really into sneakers i mm. i i wasn't mm. but because i wanted to know more about it um i got really into it right mm-hmm. so i started i tested myself on which jays is what oh i knew the, the color <laughs> you know what's crazy is i did the same oh thing. thank god thank god oh okay god. anyways and after did you also have a crush on this girl no i had a crush on a different girl mm. Mm best friend the best friend <laughs> anyways, that's crazy anyways. the best friends and then the best friend yeah so anyways so after we just like she ghosted me right um i i i i, I, I was still into sneakers i'm like because of her just like getting over her it's like i really dove more into sneakers mm-hmm. and it made me go through a little hype beast thingy but i became more appreciative of that it's like i loved it more and then it essentially became integrate into like my my style mm-hmm. i mean now i'm kind of done with that reseller sneaker shit whatever i'm like somewhere else in, my, in terms of style but yeah it's like i didn't realize it was through that like i was able to get over it yeah Damn, that's crazy that's sneaker. a cool story yeah. <laughs> thanks funny. for sharing it's funny what is something that you do to help you when things are changing in your life comfort mm. oh my gosh yes <laughs> like for me i literally watch the same like movies because it gives me comfort, and I don't mm. know if it's because of seasonal effect, seasonal affective disorder. Uh, That's something that tends to happen in the winter times. Yeah, Do you winter want me to elaborate times. on that? What the fuck is that? I'm so not, I've basically, never heard of this. basically, okay, it's it's is it like dance, seasonal depression. Kind of, yeah, yeah. So that's like oh. the term for it, but it's like SAD. It's sad. It's so funny because <laughs> it's like you get sad. Oh, I, sh- I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> it's okay, but you get sad, and um. I like comfort movies because that's mm. like what's familiar. And the reason why people watch comfort movies, I think, is because it they already know what the ending is. So in yeah. a way, oh, yeah, yeah, like it's nothing new. And when things are changing, you want to be able to know and predict what's happening. So you tend to lean to like comfort movies. Comfort and shows. Yeah. Mm. And for me, that's Filipino movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. What's your favorite Filipino movie? Just because we're on that. Any Kathy Garcia Molina film. Yeah. Um, mine would be uh. I'm related to, by the way. I think one of my favorites would be um. Fuck. Which one? Oh my God! Here Jesus? we go again. He said he's related to Kathy Kathy Garcia Molina, mm. but he's really related through marriage. So like, really, <laughs> really. Uh-huh. Second, 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 second. Mm. You're so. you're related through marriage, which is not the same thing as being like you're like oh she's a great director. It's like, mm-hmm. hey hey. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't be great. I'm Stars saying. aligning, you know. That's <laughs> all it is, man. Okay, but who? What's yours? What's I, your favorite Filipino movie? Because I can't remember the name of this one, so I'm gonna say this one. Describe it, and then we'll guess. No, because I completely forgot. I just know the picture. Picture. Who's who's or, in it? Oh, I, can't, I don't know names. Okay, picture, go, go. Anyways, picture. But I was no, no. Okay, fuck. What am I saying? How is it your favorite he, movie? But he, you can't describe I'm it. I'm dating a gangster. 
Oh, she's, she's dating, dating a gangster, gangster with Captain Bernardo and yes, Daniel Patiola. Yes, honestly, it's just that a fun, good. really joyful film. That is a really good you know? pick. Oh, I respect yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And good I like job. how like they travel to like get to mm -hmm. the airport, and they're just recreating the bonds, and just see them falling in love without them knowing it. Mm -hmm. It's just so nice. It's so like, what's what's the word? Um, nostalgic. Nostalgic, but what's the Filipino word? It's like um, it's like you know, glig. Oh, Kilig, yes. Me kilig, whatever kilig. that means. I forget what that means. You get the butterflies yes, in your stomach. Yes. It makes me go, Ay! It get, makes you giddy. Yeah, giddy. That, that's the word. That's, that's the word, better, English yeah. term. Even though there isn't supposed to be a direct translation, yeah. but I think giddy is a good mm -hmm. closer. Every time it's ever been translated, it's giddy. giddy. Is, oh, it's giddy. What's um, your favorite Filipino movie? I think it's called Every Day I Love You. I don't, I don't think I've heard of that. This can. Oh. With Liza Sobrano <gasps> and Enrique Hill and Gerald Anderson. Yes, it's the one where she's like a vlog, like she's vlogging she's every vlogging, day because yeah. her lover, which is Gerald Anderson at the time, is, is in, in a coma. coma. And then mm. they fall in love, like filming all of this. Like I think her they, TV show, her TV show, yeah. yeah. And then he wakes up from his coma. Yep, yeah, yeah. dude, oh, that that, that one, one. I have to watch that. That one, yo, not even the one I showed you. Oh no, that one's definitely like top. Up, it's top top. But yeah. I'm saying like favorite, like you favorite, know, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah, fair. Um. That's not that one. I didn't want to be biased. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, okay, yeah. because we're on topic like that. What's your favorite comfort show? Mm. How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother. For you guys. Only, only because, Actually. like, as much as people hate the ending of how... I'm going to put this. I don't give a fuck. As much as people hate the ending of How I Met Your Mother, it's the most realistic ending to how life is. Life mm. is unexpected. Like, life just happens, right? And they really showcase that in the 45 seconds uh episode poor explanation it, basically <laughs> I'm, I'm very sorry we'll oh see my gosh i think i've seen this episode basically ted has a whole hallucination of what the day was but essentially he was thinking of the past because it was what was comfortable for him and he oh. wasn't he wasn't happy with how everyone else in his life was changing and so he went to a place of comfort which was just like how it was when their friends used to hang out all the time mm -hmm. and so he was just in this like really depressive state of just like, oh, like nothing's going for me. And I, what I want is not coming yet, but I know it happens in 45 days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I just, I, I can't have that time just yet because I'm not ready. Yeah. And that episode just shows you that like life isn't always what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Everyone mm -hmm. changes. Everyone grows out of, you know, relationships and friendships mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. And whether you like it or not, everything is inevitable mm. and you just kind of have to roll with the punches and once life does come your way, mm. then you can actually really be grateful for the great fruits of that yeah. sacrifice, mm. you know? And so that's why How I Met Your Mother is my comfort show. You're actually wrong about my comfort show. As much as Ooh. I love How I Met Your Mother, my, f my actual comfort show, just because they don't have it anymore or it's not on Netflix anymore for Canada, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Fresh Friends. I love oh. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Listen, I've memorized a song. I love all the episodes. The reason why it's my comfort show is because, like, growing up as a kid, seeing that, mm -hmm. I felt like I was the embodiment of Will. Oh. Or, like, everyone else was kind of, like, serious with their lives. Yeah. Right? I'm just there, like, I'm, I'm me, bro. Yeah. I didn't give a fuck. You're just having fun. Yeah, I was just having fun. I'm, I literally just, I still do it. I still believe that I'm still kind of, like, being that person. Yeah. Right? Where, literally, I don't give a fuck about what I do. Yeah. Right, it's like I'm just I'm out here to have fun with my life. Yeah, you know, and I'm still making progress in what I want to do, and it's just like it's it's working out. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. You know, I'm having fun doing what I love, 
and essentially that's where it kind of like where he got him. And you know, the the greatest episodes are to me from Freshman and Bel Air is when he's having a lot of fun, but then he needs to be grounded, mm-hmm. right? And then it, it reflects onto like you guys, where you guys ground me. I'm like, man, let's like the show. Yeah, you know, it's like when I have a little too much fun. It's like they're like, yo, Ken, listen, chillax, you know, listen. yeah, intervention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, and it always gave me like the, the fatherly advice with Uncle yeah. Phil that I needed. Oh my god! Right, so that's, it was like a home hitter. It was the first show to ever home make me cry. Hitter. That's oh. why it was like one of my f- comfort shows. Did you cry at the episode? With oh yeah, I know. Which before you finish the sentence, uh, yes, I fucking <laughs> cried. To hell with him! Mm-hmm. Damn with him! How about you, sir? What's your what's your comfort show? I feel like I don't even have time to watch shows right now. It's kind of sad. All right, all right. Better question. But Better but qu- oh. but. If I had one that I'm watching right now, I think you, I put you on. Right, right, right. It's kind of my comfort show because one of the characters I resonate with, Mm -hmm. and I think that's why with comfort shows, it's like you see yourself in Will. Yeah. There's just one character in the OC, Mm -hmm. Summer, Mm -hmm. with like the. What What's the OC? It's called. It it stands for Orange Orange County. Yeah, the OC. OC. It's like Orange County, but basically, like I think that's my comfort show because it's one of those where I think each character is so like fleshed out and like they have their own, you know, struggles and Mm -hmm. they're so unique. And then one character like describes how I am, which I don't really see in like a lot of movies. Like the way she, her personality is, the way she's like bubbly and how she acts. I just like it. Just brings me comfort that like I'm like normal. Like yeah, me yeah, being yeah. unique is normal, and it's mm. like you know, like it's not weird. So yeah, I think that's my comfort mm. show. I, Aside from shows, what else do you do for comfort? I eat my favorite meal. Like I eat my comfort food. You know what I'm saying? What is it? Wait, well, wait, wait, wait. Wait, what? It's that, right? It is. Yeah. That. Wait, what that did you? That. What did you just do? Twin telepathy. Twin, <laughs> twin telepathy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Say what it was. Say it at the same time to see if you guys are right. And I'm going to get to there. I'll count. I'll count. Okay. Three, two, one. The McDonald's. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Comfort food, man. Yeah, but that's also your... Wait, we, we always called it that, not this. No, I know. The fry I know. McDonald's. I know, but like, that's like, you know, if I'm having a good time. You feel me? Like, yeah, yeah. That's okay, like okay. Okay. comfort. That's like... Comfort food with people. This is like comfort food guys, alone. Guys, yeah. we're not actually best friends. We're just um, <laughs> it's just for the, it's just for the podcast. Damn, it's just bro. for the podcast. I'm cutting that out. I was so <laughs> confident in that answer. No, bro. I know you. Were, I knew you were gonna say that though. That's so, the, that's, so if you knew, why didn't you? Because I thought maybe for some reason. No, you'd still we, get it. Because yeah. we've always ranted about how disgusting and how much we hate McDonald's. Yes, McDonald's oh. is gross. But it's our but com- it's, it's our it's literally our comfort food. Think about it. Enough, Mine, it's been our comfort mashed food. potatoes. Oh, you said Swish LA, no? Mashed potatoes from Swish LA. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You can't oh, you say McDonald's, too. <laughs> my no, my comfort please, food? Don't say yeah. McDonald's. It is, though. Ooh. Is it not? It's changed so much. I f- yeah, okay, okay, fair enough. I think whichever food like I'm craving in terms of like what's resonating with me at the time. Like yeah. Recently, I've just been going to Bourbon St. Grill. Cause like it reminds me of high school. I fucking missed that place. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh my God. So <laughs> you think I was gonna? You think he was gonna judge you? You're like, thank God. Why no, was because there no, because 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 like I, I feel like I'm the only one that says that about oh, okay. that place right now. Yeah. No, no. Okay, but if I were to choose my comfort food that isn't McDonald's, yeah, it would be Asian gourmet. Mm. Because I love the orange chicken. I grew up on that shit. Yeah, yeah. And anything that has to do with just rice and chicken. Asian wise, true. Yeah. It's like who slaps Jimmy the Greek. Ooh. I like Jimmy the Greek. It's okay. 
Okay. Well, I, I only get it soft. <laughs> if, if I want to be healthy, I'll get it. Wait, I'll really? Get yeah. I think like that's good. Like, I don't know. Maybe I don't like unhealthy food. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. I feel like if anyone from high school knows me, they would have said KFC. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had that every yeah. day. Tuesday? Tuesday, every, every Ooh, day. Tuesday. Every day was Tuesday, if we're going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, no, yeah, yeah. yeah what right. else do you do for comfort, though, other, other than that? Are there anything else? For comfort-wise, let's say, yeah, yeah. This, oh, this, you know. Well, mine is, like, I, the music I listen to. Oh, I was about to say that. Yeah, yeah, go, go, go. I like, like, if I'm, if I know I'm going through a wave of sadness, I'm going to listen to all the sad songs I got. Yeah. Or if oh. I'm, if I'm trying to get into, like, a, like, a, a state of, like, productivity, like, being able to be comfortable in doing things, mm. lo-fi, like lo-fi is yeah, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or brown noise. I don't know if you guys ever heard oh. of it. Yeah. I, I, this one, this no. one's, this one's different to me. No, listen, trust me, brown noise. It sounds like you're in an airplane, and like I don't know, just I just concentrate on it. Like you know how there's white noise. No, no, no. Brown noise, yeah. I just haven't heard of brown noise yet. I will like, put like you actually, on. actually, like listen to sorry. Right, right. I'll play it on. It's there. different, bro. It's totally different. When I, I, don't, I don't like any of like those noise, noise. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, no, okay. What I mean, by what did you just say? Okay, okay. Anything that's like what? no, like, noise, like, noise. Okay, like what? It's a nickname. Let me, let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. What? It made sense in my head. Okay, said, don't tell me to breathe, breathe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what hey, I mean Ken, by Ken. noise, noise <laughs> is what I mean. Like if it if it ends in noise, like white noise, brown noise, there's blue noise, noise pink noise, noise right. whale noise. He's like right. judging the book by its cover. No, no, because I've listened to white noise. I don't like it. Okay, but this is a difference. Brown noise. What's the difference? It's, just it's different. Long. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> what song do you listen to? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I actually have um. I. This yeah. is, do you have a comfort artist? Yes. 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 Yeah, I do. I do. Let me tell you my routine of what I do oh, for comfort. Sorry, sorry. Oh, he has a self care routine. Okay, go. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, let's say I'm feel I'm just like a little down, just like mm-hmm. really tired, or when I'm burnt out, right? The one the the routine that I always do, close my door, close the lights. Burn, burn an incense or light up a candle. And then I listen to jazz music. Whoa. I mostly just listen to like Louis right. Armstrong. And then I just lay down in my bed, just like listening. I open up the blinds or the, the curtains. I, hopefully it's like dark. I usually sure like to work okay? there. Yeah, dude. Okay. This is when I'm down. Or just when I'm just like really tired. Yeah, yeah. I just listen to it off my phone. Don't disturb. Throw it away. Lying down on my bed, just hearing the music. Mm-hmm. And it's just like jazz is always a vibe. It always and or even piano music, anything instrumental or anything with Louis Armstrong, it calms my nerves down, and it helps me greatly because then I'm just like relaxed, you know. I just in a state of peace. Yeah, that's 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 my comfort routine. What about you guys? Um. So I when I get anxious, and I need to like listen to music because I'm freaking out. I have like an anxiety playlist. Oh. And like the first song is like. It's called by the docs and i think it's just like i found it because when i was getting my wisdom tooth out my dentist said to listen to relaxing music so i googled it on spot or i searched it up on spotify <laughs> is relaxing music? no yeah i just put relaxing music that was the first one that played yeah. and i remember like i felt so comfortable when i was listening to it because i was also on drugs that would like <laughs> <It's> <laughs> just so rough i was also on drugs because they were getting my wisdom teeth out so I've always just found comfort in like that first song that played because yeah. I knocked out right after. But it's that song by the Docs on Spotify, and mm-hmm. then after that, it's like "Be All Right" by Ariana Grande. Yeah. That's always a bop because it's like she's like saying we're gonna be all right, and I'm like, yeah, we are. And mm-hmm. then that's like what makes Damn. me feel comfortable. Why are you laughing? Because I have one. You ready? <laughs> okay. <What>? Pitbull. <laughs> 
For those going through hard times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Um, but like mine was like also like I told Ken already, like Logic is has been my comfort artist mm. just because like I don't know, he does a lot of songs about his his own mental health and his struggles. Yeah. So like no like knowing that there's an artist that actually says like these things, mm-hmm. talks about, you know, how stigmatized it is. Yeah. It does open up a conversation, allows me to be vulnerable through mm. rap, weirdly enough. Yeah. Um, but recently, Joshua Bassett. Oh yeah, you've been playing that a lot. I just love him, dude. Mm. I love Joshua Bassett. All the Olivia stands, amen. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. I swear to God, he is. <laughs> he converted. No, I'm, 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 you know, I'm the divorced kid that just wants both to. Oh, to very right. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And for for the viewers out there, the listeners, if you have any comfort shows, movies, or anything you do for comfort, comment down below because we'd like to know. You just, you guys, just kind of heard our answers. If you haven't yet, you know, just rewind a little bit. But yeah, let us know. Comment down below. Okay, so what song do you think this episode describes? Since we've talked about shout out to I think it, I believe it was JT who mentioned this or told us to kind of do this where add a song at the end of the episode that kind of matches the theme. Hey man, what song are you listening to? I'm listening to Now or Never by Kendrick Lamar featuring Mary J. Blige. Wait, that song is fucking amazing. You guys want to take a listen to it? It's right here. Now or Never, Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige from Good Kid Mad City album. It's the exclusive, by the way. And yeah, that song's like it goes like. It basically talked about how it's now or never you should make it. It's like a make Aww. or break, but you know you'll believe you're gonna like make it. You know my song. Honestly, I do listen to the song though. Change by J Cole. Valid. It's a re- like, if you really listen to the lyrics, mm. it does it does correlate with mm. like the topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like exact the mundo. Okay, <laughs> I have mine. So this is what I listened to like when I was going through my breakup. It's mm. called Besting by Inaya. But yeah, to, to end things off tonight, you know, we have the the giveaway winner, which we're actually about to Right, do. I completely forgot. Oh my gosh. Okay, All so right, we're, we're going to draw this. the giveaway winner for Project U. And the winner for the first Project U giveaway is, drumroll please, is... Winner, Gangyo. Oh, A- Allison. Allison. Oh, damn. Yo, congrats, Allison. Congrats, you Allison. Won, you, won, you, won, you won the shirt that we're currently wearing. Not this one, a brand new one, of course. We'll reach out to you. Thank you to everybody who did enter. And hopefully you guys will still purchase a shirt, even yeah. though you guys didn't win the giveaway. Because actually, we're uh, in about like three hours or so, we're actually dropping the shirt. All so right. the website's dropping. It's letting you guys know. It is a limited drop right now. Yes. So do get your shirts in. Yeah, so we can ship it out to you guys faster. Yeah. You know? And yeah, that's been the booth episode 59, I believe, on why you should... Why, this is how we embrace change, how we define change. Sorry, I forgot the topic already. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, hope you guys have a good day, good night, wherever you are. If you guys have any questions, concerns, comments, whatsoever, leave them down below. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and tune into our Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave a review, five stars, please. Goes a long way. Very choppy outro, but hope you guys have a good day. Thank Links you. in the Peace. bio. Yes, good night. It's been the booth. Peace. That's the outro. I fucking forgot.